You're listening to Valley Public Radio. I'm David Alce, here to welcome you to a brand new season of Young Artists Spotlight. Last year, we had to cut our season short due to the pandemic. A year later, musicians and performing artists are still severely affected by the constraints of the pandemic. But as creative types do, they all continue to persevere, adapt, innovate, and create. And just as we've done here at Valley Public Radio in the past year, musicians and music educators have found new ways to teach, learn, connect, and collaborate. Through video and audio recordings and the internet, they're still doing recitals, auditions, and performances. And we're doing the same with Young Artists Spotlight. For this season, we're using everything we've learned in the past year to overcome obstacles and bring you a wide variety of performers. We're trying lots of new things, we're doing more and different types of music, and some surprises, too. And, of course, we're doing it all in safe and socially distanced fashion. We hope you like it. In fact, we're sure you'll like it. So, let's get to it. We're very, very pleased to welcome as our special guest today, a wonderful pianist from Bakersfield, Claire Vega. Welcome, Claire. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Claire, how old are you? Where do you go to school? What grade are you in? My name is Claire Vega. I'm 14. I go to Stockdale High School, and I'm in ninth grade, so a freshman. Excellent. And you're principally a pianist. It's your first instrument, right? How long have you been playing piano? I've been playing piano since I was around five years old, so when I was in kindergarten. Okay, so a lot of years of learning. Who's your teacher? My teacher is Miss Fair. I've been studying with her for going on to my fifth year now. Excellent. Bonnie Ferrer, a wonderful teacher. A lot of her students have performed on Young Artist Spotlight. And of course, everybody who knows her knows that she attended Juilliard. What has she shared with you about kind of her experience in, in Juilliard? What are your big takeaways from your, your years of study with Bonnie Ferrer? Um, she would always tell me little lessons that some of my past piano teachers wouldn't tell me. Um, she mentioned that she studied with an amazing pianist, and she'll always quote her during my lessons. So if I'm going too fast, she'll say, my old teacher used to tell me that the metronome is your best friend and that you should always practice with it. And it's really nice to see how she's incorporating her studies into my own. Oh, that's great. That's the truth, too. The metronome is your best friend. You know, I always tell my students, look, your, your metronome is, is really your best friend who, when you say, hey, do I look all right? It's not your friend who says, yeah, yeah, you look fine. No, your metronome is your really good friend who says, hey, hey, you've got a piece of parsley on your tooth right there. Get it off. So, you know, all musicians, especially solo musicians, you know, we tend to have a kind of a love-hate relationship with the metronome. But it really is, it really is our best friend. It's especially helpful if you tend to rush. It, it, it really can be. And it also will let you know those places in, in any piece where you're really less sure of yourself. You know, if you're late to this measure every time, you know, I need to go back and focus on those parts a little bit more. You play other instrument besides the piano, right? Yes, I'm also a violinist. And how long have you been playing violin? Since I was around nine or ten years old. Okay. And do you play in symphony orchestra at school or other orchestra? Yes, I do play in orchestras at school. Um, I do participate in my school orchestra as well as I used to participate in the Bakersfield Youth Symphony and several others. How long have you been playing with the Bakersfield Youth Symphony Orchestra? My first year was last year, and I was hoping to do it this year, but 
Oh, well, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. These times, these times. What do you like about playing music? I think it's a really good way for expressing yourself. So if I'm feeling upset or sad, I can just go to the piano or the violin and play what I'm feeling. It's a really good way to release emotions. Do you find that you express differently on each instrument? That's a really interesting question. I, I would say it's extremely invigorating on the piano to be able to play really, really fast. So if I'm feeling happy, I'll usually go to the piano. And it's really, the violin creates a really beautiful, sorrowful sound if you play it correctly. So if I'm feeling sad about, say, a test grade, <laughs> I'll go to the violin and play on that. Interesting. I'm just curious about that. What may draw you from to one instrument versus the other? The piano, though, of course, is deepest in you, right? Because you've been playing it the longest. So what level of piano instruction are you at now? Because we're going to hear some performances uh, that you've recorded as part of this level of piano. Well, actually, I'm part of Certificate of Merit. It's a piano competition, and it's actually divided into levels. So I believe level 10 is the advanced level. And I've just completed the level nine test. So I'll be doing level nine, I mean, level 10 currently now. I would say I'm getting up there. Okay, very good. Now you've got uh, sharing three pieces with us today. Do you want to go in any particular in order of these, oldest to newest, or does it does it matter to you? Um, I don't have any particular preference. I love them all. Okay, very good. You know, uh, we'll kind of listen to them in the order that I received them from you. Let's start with the the kind of the newest one, work of a, a 20th century American composer, the Gershwin Prelude Number no. Three in E flat minor. Gershwin is so much fun to play and so much fun to listen to. Now, have you played all three of the Preludes from Gershwin? I've actually only played the third. Okay, what particularly appeals to you about this piece? This piece, it's very playful. It's very humorous. I think when I'm able to play it, I can actually enjoy myself. You know, you can really incorporate your emotions into your playing, and it's such a happy piece to play. Well, let's listen now to Claire Vega performing Gershwin's Prelude Number no. 3 in E-flat minor. <laughs>
You're listening to Young Artist Spotlight on Valley Public Radio. I'm David Alce, uh, producer and host of this show, and so delighted to be back with you uh, in this season. Our guest today is a wonderful pianist from Bakersfield, Claire Vega. Uh, Claire, that was really fun hearing you play that Gershwin Prelude Number no. 3 in E-flat minor. You're right. It is a really, really playful piece. How long did it take you to, to really develop that piece and, and learn it for performance like that? I would say maybe around two months. I think it's really the technicalities that you have to go into and really make sure you're perfecting them. Working backwards in time, the next piece we're going to hear from you is from one of the great composers. It's like if ask the general public to name a composer, they know probably most of them would say this name as often as anything else, Beethoven. Beethoven, of course, not just an infinitely gifted, groundbreaking composer, but one of the dominant pianists of his day as well. So his piano music is particularly engaging. And from you, we're going to hear from uh, the Sonata Number no. 1 in F minor, Opus 2 Number no. 1. We're going to hear the Prestissimo movement. This is a pretty challenging piece, isn't it? Yes. And it's supposed to go very, very fast, which was quite challenging to learn. Yeah. So what's your approach to developing a piece like this? I think the first thing to do is approach the piece slowly. Make sure you have it perfected before you speed it up. That's a mantra in my teaching. And it's a mantra for myself, too. I remind all my students when I'm preparing new pieces, I, it's exactly the same way. You know, I heard once from an educator friend of mine that uh, Ichak Perlman, the great uh, concert violinist, he pretty much practices everything at half tempo all the time because he knows because of his experience right he can always get up to speed so all that work at half tempo and this is particularly important in classical music right where audiences know all the notes in the piece composer very carefully chose all these notes right so the way you put your touch on it right is is not just it's not just enough right to play this note at this time notes and rhythms great but Crafting every little phrase, shaping every little phrase, perfecting the, the, the muscle memory for every little phrase, all that kind of stuff. You're absolutely right. If we don't have that perfect or as close to perfect as possible at a slower tempo, things are not magically going to fall in place when we go faster. More likely the opposite, right? Things will fall apart. How long did you work on, on this piece to get it performance ready? This one probably took the longest out of the three. Um... It's very long as well, page-wise. It probably took me around two to three months, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm curious, how many, how, how long every day do you practice? Well, it usually depends on my homework load. Typically, the lowest is around 30 minutes, just to make sure I go through all of my pieces, just to review. Right. Would you say that the most important thing is that you do something every day? Not particularly. I think it's important to... If you have any trouble spots, make sure you go over those because practice makes perfect. Just playing over it once is not going to do you right. as much good as playing it over multiple times. Very, very good. Do you have a favorite section of this Prestissimo from Beethoven? The ending is very vivacious. I, I quite enjoy the ending. Okay. What do you feel when you play this piece? I, it's very exhilarating. I can feel my blood pumping because it's so fast. When I play it, I feel really happy because... All of my playing throughout the years, it's kind of led up to this moment of being able to play this piece. So. 
that's a really, really great way of thinking about it. All those, all those hours we put in on working on technique and everything is so we can put all that together and then go out and just kind of like forget about all that stuff and just go out and play, right? That's a great way to hear it. Well, I'm sure our audience is really ready to hear this. On Young Artist Spotlight from Bakersfield, pianist Claire Vega performing this lovely, fun, exciting bit from Beethoven from Sonata Number no. 1 in F minor, the Prestissimo. Thank you. 
You're listening to Young Artist Spotlight on Valley Public Radio. I'm David Aus, the host. That was pianist Claire Vega from Bakersfield. She's our guest artist this week, performing a Beethoven Sonata Number no. One in F Minor. We heard the Prestissimo movement. Boy, that was exhilarating indeed. Super, super fun. We have one more piece from you from Beethoven. Now we'll turn to uh, early, turning back the pages of the calendar, 100, 150 years, to another groundbreaking composer and another amazing keyboard player himself too these two among composers definitely understood the the keyboard as well as anybody who composed for it we're talking of johann sebastian bach as a pianist you've probably been playing bach forever right forever indeed do you have favorite pieces of bach that you've played over the years um i particularly enjoyed the c major invention by bach I played it a little while ago, but it's always just resonated and stuck with me. I've loved Bach since I probably ever first heard it. And then when I got to play Bach in piano lessons, I really, really always enjoyed the music. There's something about the way that he deals with harmony and expresses it. And then, you know, multiple voices at the same time on the keyboard. Beethoven had a great appreciation for Bach. And he called, actually called Bach the god of harmony. I've always loved the way Bach just rolls out harmony over time. It's always just magical to me. It seems it's so some of the compositions are just like so perfect that they just seem inevitable, but it took somebody to craft them and, and put them out. And then there's surprises to the ways he uses harmony to create tension and release tension and release. I've always has drawn me to Bach's music. Do you, keep a little Bach going kind of regularly and warm-ups or just playing for fun? Um, I do like to play Bach for fun. It's usually in my repertoire because of the Bach Festival that's yearly. When is that festival? It's sometime in March, I right. every year. Okay. Is there going to be a Bach Festival this year? There is this year. However, I'm not participating in it this year. Got you. But you have in years past? Yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm hoping that you'll be able to perf perform in next year's Bach Festival as Thank well. Thank you. So the piece we'll hear from you from Bach is uh, from Well-Tempered Clavier, Book 2, The Prelude and Fugue in B Minor. What stands out to you particularly about this piece? With all Bach, you'll find that it's very rhythmic. What I enjoyed with this piece is the melody line. It's really important to bring out the melody and I think that this song has a particularly beautiful melody. So it really resonated with me because of that. That's nice to hear. You know, I I know people who are, you know, less fans of Bach because they feel like some they some feel that he's so focused on harmony that there are fewer memorable melodies from Bach's music compared to say Mozart who just effortlessly wrote these uh, singing melodies. So but that, that's absolutely right in the piece with all these notes like all these notes that Bach has on the page for us as pianists to deal with. Yeah, it, it's, it takes very, very deft touch to bring out the melody while everything else is happening all around it. Okay, well, let's listen now as Claire Vega performs Bach's Prelude and Fugue in B minor, BWV 893 from the Well-Tempered Clavier, Book 2. <laughs>
Well, Claire, that was sure fun to listen to, and I know our audience enjoyed it too. That was Claire Vega, pianist from Bakersfield, performing music of Johann Sebastian Bach, Prelude and Fugue in B minor, BWV 893 from Well-Tempered Clavier. I'm curious, you play a lot of classical music. Do you listen to a lot of classical music? Do you listen to other kinds of music? Well, my main genre is probably just pop music, but studying with classical music is something I do regularly. It helps me focus and hone in on the information I'm trying to take in. Oh, excellent. So if you're when you're doing homework and things like that, classical music is what you have on. A lot of our listeners listen in the same way. It helps them keep focused on their work during the day. What role do you see music playing in your life as you move forward towards adulthood? I think music is just a way for stress relief. And it's a very big part of my life, of course. But after a stressful day of school, I like to go to the piano and just play something. And growing up, I can see it being a way of expressing myself as life gets harder. Well, that's a really, really, really good take on it. Boy, Claire, it's been such an honor and a privilege to have you perform for us and speak with us today. Thanks so much for being on Young Artist Spotlight. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Young Artist Spotlight. Our guest today was Claire Vega, a wonderful pianist from Bakersfield. She's in the ninth grade at Stockdale High School. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed presenting it to you. For Valley Public Radio, I'm David Alice.